Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Bing bong, bing bong, bing bing bong. I wasn't ready. I know you said you're ready. And I was like, yep, but I wasn't. I mean, uh, now I'm ready. Okay, Are you good. ready? Are you, is that just for this podcast or life in general? Just in general, I think. <laughs> We're never ready. What are you running? 40%? Something like that? Yeah, something like that. Who knows? Along those lines. Hello, this is Suggestible Podcast, a podcast where we recommend you things to watch, read and listen to. My name is Claire and with me today is James and we're married. We certainly are. But it's not, that's not the only thing we do. We also It's the only thing we do. Well, I guess everything we do stems from that. Imagine if you went to a job interview and at the top you just said, I'm married. I think people would respect that. (laughs) They'd be like, oh. Person of family? I don't know. Well, yeah, well, that's that's the age-old argument, isn't it? All the research shows if you're a dude and you walk in and go, hello, I'm married, they go, raise, promotion, wow. we love you. And if you say, hello, I'm married, they're like, oh, she's in her 30s and she got kids and she's got kids, probably shouldn't employ, she'll be in a bit of trouble. Whereas for guys, it's like, oh, somebody must tolerate this guy. I guess he's not awful. <laughs> but uh, anyone can get married. <laughs> Apparently so. Anyways, we, re- we recommend things here every week, don't we, Claire? We say, hey. Guess what? Here's something you might want to watch, read, listen to, whatevs. And speaking of, uh, well, not really. Yeah, yeah, really. Uh, your <laughs> final episode of your, uh, for the year, I should say, of your uh, podcast, Taunts. Correct. Which is just a look into the minds of people who just are spiralling hardcore. <laughs> and what better way to round out the season than with your break glass in case of emergency guest, me, where we talk about uh, masculinity and work and kids. Parenthood. And um and just just a bunch of And just of, how your inner voice is basically you just saying, Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. I know it yeah. sucks. Shut up. Yeah, I'm stronger than my inner voice. I love that. <laughs> my inner voice is like, actually this is Shut up. I know it's not good. Shut up. <laughs> You're not good either. You don't do anything. Uh, yeah. yeah, that is that thank you for recommending that. That is out currently now. I just dropped mm-hmm. it. You talk about office space as well. We'll be talking is, about office space, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, because every episode has ties into like a particular pop culture or reference. Not always, but usually. Yes, it's a great, uh, it's a great show, and I'm glad that I got the chance to uh, be a fill-in guest. You should feel honoured. I feel very honoured. Should feel very honoured. I was scraping the bottom of the proverbial barrel. It's true. <laughs> no, I saved you the best to last. Wow. Well, I uh, slap in the face. With a wet fish. Yeah, to everybody else who went on that show. Anyways, (laughs) you want to kick us off with a recommendation? I would absolutely. I would love to, James. Funny you should say that. Ladies first today, huh? Uh huh. If nothing, if not a feminist. I would love, I am. I would, I I don't know. I would love uh, if somebody to tally up because you're like gentlemen's first. Yeah. But that's, I think we've tipped over the point. Where that's this show is no longer gentlemen's first. I know, but isn't that also feminism? Equal opportunity. This is exactly right. Mm. You're right. Well, because I, the reason I was saying gentlemen's first is because I had the power to choose whether I wanted to let you be first. Oh or wow, not. that's true. Correct. Whereas normally the adage is old ladies first, which is like kind of annoying, but also I sort of also like feminism is complicated. I would love it if the plane crashed into the ocean and the whole thing is sinking. <laughs> 
and oh, you know, and the big slide, the big inflatable slide comes out or whatever, and then you just go, no, nah, you go ahead, that'd be, and I'll be like, okay, this is, we are now living in an equal society. <laughs> And I will take you up on this offer. Look, any other bloke, I would not let go first, but you, James. Thank you. I would. I would. Well, I think we should slide down together to our deaths. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, my turn to recommend something. First up, I just want to say we went away oh, over we the did. weekend we? for a night away. More about that later. But I will just say I recommend it. I recommend yeah, getting get away. away from your kids and your pets and your house. Yep. And going somewhere different. That's right. It's not your home. It was the best. And also on that note, I wanted to recommend something that your dad recommended to me. Oh, yeah. It is called Clickbait. It's a drama television miniseries created by Tony Ayres and Christian White. Oh. Now, it has Adrian Grenier, who you will remember as the lead dude in Entourage. Boy, do I. Vinny Chase himself. Correct, exactly. Now, he's not in it that much. He plays a father and husband who is a sports physio at a local high school. And on the surface, he seems like a lovely guy. The TV series opens with him having dinner for his mum's birthday with his family, to which his drunk and disorderly sister turns up and kind of ruins and they have this argument. Now, his sister is um, Pia Brewer, um, so his name's Nick Brewer. Her name is Pia Brewer. Mm-hmm. She is played by the wonderful Zoe Karzan, who happens to be in one of my favourite movies, The Big Sick. You love The Big Sick. Oh, the she's big the sick. lead in The Big yeah, Sick, Yeah, she's the lead she? in The Big Sick. Yeah. And she's just she's funny She's the one who gets great. The Big Sick. Yes, she does get The Big Sick. Exactly. Based on a true story, if you haven't yep. seen that movie, do yourself a favour. Excellent. Yep, yep, yep. Anyway, she turns up, leather jacket. You know, he's the one with like two teenage sons and like a very presentable, lovely wife. And she like rocks up in a leather jacket, a bit drunk and like all opinionated. Anyway, things go awry and the two have a big fight. So Pia storms out and then she wakes up in the morning with a broken phone. So she kind of has a massive hangover. She stumbles into work where she's a nurse and she happens to see on the laptop of one of her patients who happens to also be like a tech millennial wizard. Oh, you know yeah. one of those like youths who know all about the, the internet? I know the youth. <laughs> yeah, so he's really he's, – he's one of those people that, you know, knows how to hack things and build apps. Sure, and, yeah. You know, they, to be fair, this is fairly shit, but I love it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's like popcorn thriller drama. And it's kind of terrible, but it gets better as it goes. Anyway, she sees a viral video that has been posted of her brother, um, Vinny Chase. Who's Love actually him. Adrian Grenier. Adrian Grenier. Grenier. Who, and this is actually not very funny, is clearly beaten up and bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> no. No, what? I love it because I hate Vinny Chase. All right. My, well, one anyway. of my favourite shows to make fun of is Entourage. It is oh. hilarious. Well, you would love this then. He's holding a sign that says, I abuse women in big letters. Wow. I know. I do love that, I think. Do be. I? I don't know. Could, is that what his character in Entourage does? Sort I mean, of? pretty much. I yeah. remember. Anyway, and then another, um, he kind of brings another slide across that says, I kill women. It's basically like that scene in Love I Actually. Women. Yeah, it's basically ah. like the scene in Love Actually with the guy with the cassette player and he's standing at the door of Kurt Knightley and saying things like, I'll love you till your death do us part or whatever, yeah, yeah. except it's less romantic, more serial killery. My goodness. Um, anyway, and so the last slide says this video, when this video hits 5 million views, I die. <gasps> 
Dun, dun, dun. Okay, so I'm not going to, no spoilers here, but the show spirals from there, going deeper into Nick Brewer's questionable past and his marriage to Sophie Brewer, who is played by Betty Gabriel, who you would recognize as Georgina in the horror film Get Out. I would recognize that. You would. She's excellent in this as yeah, well. Yeah, she's good. I like her. Yeah. Um, another clever device they use in this TV series is that each scene, I mean, is it clever? I don't know, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, each yeah. Um, episode is done from a slightly different character's perspective. Sure. So you'll start off the first episode is Pia's perspective Mm -hmm. and then it goes into um, his wife's perspective and then obviously a detective as well in the case who is Muslim and is kind of climbing the ladder at work and feels like he's being discriminated against because of his faith. And that's kind of interesting and plays out a little bit. Also, there's some sexual tension between Pia, the sister, and the detective because they hooked up on a dating app. Oh, my god! I know, before the case happened. And so there's That just... sounds like a conflict of interest. <laughs> there's just a lot of funny references to, like, this new digital age and everything is, like, uh, apps yeah, 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 yeah. and, you know, like, viral videos and, like, the dark web and... Ooh. You know, after the video airs, it quickly hits 5 million. And then this kid who initially showed Pia the video ha- just happens to have built an app where you can Alter kind of. Views. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm. What? Alter the views to make it not look 5 million? No, no, ah. no. I, for a minute I was agreeing and I was like, absolutely not. I don't what know why I agreed app with do? you. No, so the app um you like, encourage- look, I made Flappy Bird. Well, it's not Flappy Bird. It's like a knockoff of Flappy Bird. It's just like, there's no time for Flappy Bird <laughs> just knockoffs. just like Adrian Grenier's head just flapping <laughs> yeah. around as a bird. Do you bird. get it? Yeah, I get it. It's good, actually. <laughs> yeah, no. No, James. It's much more serious than that. It allows people to kind of be vigilantes, basically. And they go around. He starts a campaign on this app for people to try and find Adrian, well, Nick Brewer's body. Sure. And so then people kind of put on the app where they've looked and where they haven't looked mm. and all that stuff. Yeah, so no spoilers here, but that is kind of the through run Did of you the finish show. it? I haven't quite finished it. I'm almost done. I keep okay. falling asleep. You know my problem. I keep um, – I'm six, six, six episodes in. I keep uh, seeing that pop up on Netflix and I'm like, I fucking hate Entourage, so I'll never watch it. But I'm glad that it's – Well, lucky for you, he's actually really not in it. Very much at all. That is good news. Yeah, he's really not in it. Do they twist his head off? I'm I sure he's a very nice guy in real life. <laughs> but he's also the boyfriend in um, Devil Wears Prada. He is. And it's, what's interesting about that is all her friends, including him, him, are like, you're putting your career against chilling out and being cool or whatever, and which is like maybe the point of that movie also by the end because she's like, I'm leaving. I live in the fashion world. I'm going to do a blog or whatever the fuck. But, like, be supportive. Be like, good for you. You're going for a thing or whatever, and you're working for Glenn Close or whoever's in that. The other one. <laughs> the other one. Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep. Um, Meryl Streep. Yeah. I just think that movie's a bit kind of twisted. In that. And not that Meryl Streep is great because also the point of that character is that she's also she's, awful. She, she's playing a version of Anna Wintour. Yes. Who is like the head of Vogue. Vogue. Yes. Vogue. Vogue. Anyway, oh, my God, just a side note. I've been watching Sarah Jessica Parker's Instagram oh, yeah. of, and Just Like That, which is the TV series of Sex and the City. When's that out? Um, I don't know, but they're filming and she keeps dropping teasers and she's currently Ooh. on the, like, front cover of Vogue at the moment and I bloody love it. Is and my, dead? my hot little hands can't wait to watch it. And uh, I don't know. Is he dead? Who knows? I hope so. And all of the stuff that's coming out about it uh, – 
It's just awesome. This is Even your, though it's probably going to be This is your terrible. The Force Awakens. This is your Indiana it Jones and the Kingdom totally of the Crystal Skull. Is. And I know, just like you, I'm going to get my dreams crushed. You never know. Or, Sometimes they're good. Blade Runner 2049 was good. You know what I have to say I am enjoying? What's that? Sarah Jessica Parker looks amazing, yeah. as does um, Cynthia, Nixon. Cynthia Nixon. Thank you. I had a brain freeze for a minute. But they do actually look their age. Yeah. I mean, they look amazing. Is for she their do, age. She's not doing red hair, is she, Cynthia Nixon? No, she's yeah. got she's going grey. And that is some stuff that I bloody love. Disgusting. No. <laughs> no, it's just because they look great, but they look great yeah. intel- for intelligent, funny women of their age. Yeah. And still sexy and still like really just great. And I'm really hopeful that they're actually going to tell a storyline that really fits the narrative of those characters. Well, I hope Big dies. Oh, yeah, you I remember do. we talked about maybe doing a recap uh, Oh, my show, gosh. Maybe. I would totally do. Yes, check, please. Can we, we do that? The, let me check the oh date on that. I'm totally doing that. And just like that. Just like that. They're filming it currently. Anyway, so I just, year. I love everything no, that No, December 2021. Oh, my God. We should do a recap show. Yeah, I'll, I'll do it. Let's do it. Anyway, I can't. I don't know how I got into that, but uh, should I go back to clickbait? Oh, and then we can watch the Carrie Diaries, Ugh. the prequel series no, from 2013. You. No, yes, thank please, you. if you could. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Anyway, let's do that. That'll be a fun Christmas present. Yes, for the for the people, the two people who listen to the show who are also diehard Sex and City fans. But you were also a big fan of that show. It's cool. It's good. I did a do go on episode. Of Sex and the City. Yes, I, I did. That, that's so true. If you yeah, haven't listened fun. to that, that was quite fun. I was super nervous doing it, but it was really fun. Yeah. Anyway, uh, back to clickbait. Yes, please. Click, 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 clickbait. Clickety clackbait. Um, yeah, so there's some pretty standard cliffhangers, right, in this. Sure. There's a lot, of, like the tropes are pretty clear. It's pretty corny. It's a bit like a bag of Maltesers that you kind of eat the first one. You're like, I remember this. This is pretty good. But you find yourself eating the whole bag in like a kind of sugar stupor. And it wasn't particularly good for you, but you bloody enjoyed the ride. Absolutely. And that is exactly what this is. So if you are in for something kind of grippy and and thrillery that you can watch after work and you don't need too many brain cells. I don't. um, Yes. And there's also, there are some like, you know, they try and do some kind of deeper through lines and I haven't finished it to be fair. So I'm sensing a twist. I'm sensing a twist. Do you reckon maybe Adrian Grenier was in it on, in oh, on the whole Grenier. time? See, that's what I'm sensing, but I don't know because I haven't finished it. Or maybe it. he's been dead for like weeks or whatever. Who knows? Who knows? We'll find out. Anyway, yes, yeah, so a clickbait that's on Netflix. Terrific. I'll check it out. Just kidding. I won't. Uh, do you know what <laughs> I did this week, Claire? No, I don't. I read a book. Tell me. <gasps> and by that, I mean I listened to a book. Stop my beating heart. Uh, do you Are you familiar with Andy Weir and The Martian, the no. movie and book The Martian? Matt Damon's on Mars. He's like, help me. Someone come get me. I'm stuck on oh, Mars. I love that. And he had to like set up a tent and then grow little plants in it. That's and right. I was really into that because I love a garden right. story. But it wasn't just any tent because this particular tent couldn't have any. You had to zip it up so none of the, the Martian atmosphere would get in. Oh, I see. It had a zip, had a zip on it <laughs> from memory. Uh, anyway... Andy Weir has written another book. It's called Artemis, and it's a story about a welder who lives on a moon colony and has to participate in a heist to save her father oh. and herself because of situations, because there's a mystery and a murder. Anyways, it sucks. I didn't like it. But then he wrote another book called Hail Mary, which is his third book, uh, which I really, really enjoyed. So in this particular book, the sun is dying, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the world's superpowers need to unite to find a solution. Mm-hmm. Does this sound familiar? 
It sounds very familiar. It sounds like the movie Sunshine, my favorite movie of uh, all time. I was going to say, it sounds <laughs> like the movie that you've shown me and then talk about very much a lot. Look, it's not similar to the movie Sunshine, which is a terrific <laughs> movie, but in a way, it is very similar to the movie Sunshine. Okay, here's a controversial opinion. To me, everything that you and now also our son is into kind of blends into the one same fucking thing. Oh, and really? I don't know. Oh, really? <laughs> And I don't no, I'm no, like there's a particular genre thing happening. Like space things and alien and monster things. And there's usually a dude who's like the center character who's a bit tortured and then he's like gets stuck in a thing and it's like the hero quest and then he battles some things and some other things and then eventually it's all fine. You're saying things a lot, Claire. Uh, but <laughs> look, you like sex in the city. That's the biggest cliche on earth. So I come know. Me. No, I'm not saying I'm right. I'm saying I'm wrong. Like it's ridiculous that I think that because obviously there's complexity and nuance and like amazing directors and like incredible storylines. It's just in my brain for some reason when you start talking about this stuff and I wonder if any partners out there listen to this feel the same. I just hear... This is outrageous. This is outrageous. This is Andy Weir's... really difficult. Uh, third novel and, quite frankly, I feel a return to form. <laughs> um, so anyway, it focuses on a teacher whose name I've forgotten, right? Uh-huh. He's a science teacher who has a background in science and he's a bit of a disgrace scientist and they're like, boo, yeah. He's like, he's teaching. He's like, I like teaching or whatever. Anyway, they shop and they're like, guess what, guy? The sun is dying and you um, you have a very specific skill that we think we might need for this. And so then he has to analyse like why the sun is dying and then he figures it out and he ends up having to go on this space journey. And all this is revealed like it's because it's he wakes up at the sun and he doesn't know where he is or whatever. So it's kind of revealed in flashback. But it turns out that he's been flown to like the far side of the galaxy to one of the only stars in the system that is not dying and he's like, and so, that, so it's like, why is this one not dying when all the other stars, including the sun, is dying? So he has, so he's there, you know, by himself and he has to figure it out. But who, who is also there is an alien life form whose sun is not sun as in like the sun of, but whose sun as in a star is also dying. So they have to kind of team up and work out a way to communicate and then figure out how how to, why is this happening and stop this thing from happening and why isn't it happening at this particular location uh, that they're at? And it's good. That it's actually fun. sounds great. And they're making a movie of it. I believe, who was it, Phil Lord and Chris Miller maybe who oh. did like Spider-Verse. And... So what's the alien like? Like is the alien sort of human-esque, humanoid? Uh, well, the they share some similarities because there's like the um, – because uh, they're probably they might be sourced from like the same. They both like to eat Vegemite and cheese sandwiches. There's a lot of that actually. There's like maybe ten to fifteen chapters dedicated to that. <laughs> uh, actually, it's, it's called Project Halberry. I think I have it the wrong name. But yeah, Phil Lord and Chris M- uh, Miller, who did like the Spider Verse movie, and they worked. What else did they work on? They worked on a bunch of really cool stuff. Uh, and Ryan Gosling is going to be in the movie. Uh, the Goose is going to be the main character, the teacher, as mentioned. Uh, so, yeah, the alien, I mean, this is, this is a spoiler if you do want to read it. So, Collings, if you could put in a time code, who's editing this? Thank you. Uh, it's like an arachnid kind of creature. It's like a spider, oh. essentially. And he's like, ooh, this isn't, this is upsetting because <laughs> it's yeah. a big spider or whatever. But, like, they form this kind of, like, relationship that's, that's really interesting. Yeah, but it speaks in a way that's different to him. And then they have to, like, they have to figure out, like, each other's speech patterns and they each have particular advantages that the other one, like, does not. 
Like you'd think that it's more advanced and it is in a way, but at the same time it's not for various reasons. Because and the spider can like do a web and hang upside down. Doesn't do any of that stuff. Doesn't do any of the things that a spider can do. Well, that seems and they also pointless. have completely different atmospheres, so they can't like be in the same space at the same time. So that's also part of it. So the are they in different spaceships? They're in di- Yes, because the spider wasn't just hanging around in space in a big web. The oh. spider was also in a spaceship at the same star trying to figure out what was going on. Oh, and it was flying it with its little, yes, like, little spider legs. legs. Like its little spider legs. Yeah. Did it have a little soda in a little soda cup? Yes, <laughs> exactly. Did it have little shoes on all its little spider legs? little shoes on each of its little spider legs, yes. <laughs> a little cap? A little cap, little oh, spider cap. Good on you, little spider. It said spider. the cap said, I love flies on it. <laughs> anyway, uh, if you like the Martian, you're probably like this. I liked it. <laughs> All right. That sounds cool. I did, you know, as much as I just made fun of it, I do genuinely love a space I movie. think you like the movie. You like the goose, don't you, as well? Yeah. Just for, maybe just wait for the goose. All right. I like the goose. The goose's version. The goose. The All goose. right. The goose, the golden goose. That's right. I. Whenever someone says the word goose, this phrase comes out from um, at me from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory mm. um, where it's, what is it from? It's from Veronica Salt and she's like, I want a goose that lays golden eggs for Easter. <laughs> I don't know why. It always comes up when everyone says goose. And sometimes I giggle to myself and people look he, at me like I'm how, deranged. How did, he, how did Willy Wonka make a a goose, goose that lays, lays golden gold. eggs. Like genetic tampering? What's he doing? Yeah, yeah, it must have been. Look, there was a whole lot of things going on. Maybe he shoved a couple of I, golden eggs up well, there. May, yeah, maybe. It was a parlor trick. I, I, have, <laughs> I have a theory. Oh, I talked about this on Sands Pants on Plumbing the Death Star. I'm pro- pretty sure I did. Um, that he's an escaped Nazi scientist. <laughs> and, he's came, oh. and he's taken refuge. Because, you know, all the all the world superpowers, like, scooped up all the, the geniuses yeah, uh, from World War Two, like they famously worked on worked for like NASA and Russia and all these other you know countries. Yeah. So anyway, I think he's a Nazi. <laughs> oh mate, I wouldn't be surprised. There's definitely some he's things got, going he's on. Got, Gene Wilder has that kind of vibe. I don't think Gene Wilder's a Nazi at all. Uh, but no, I didn't mean that. I just meant like as in the character <laughs> that mean, he yeah, plays. Yeah. Oh gosh, there's something don't sinister quote about me on him. That. No. Yeah, he just there's always. But that, as we have always said, is the genius of Roald Dahl in those stories. Because it has that dark, sinister undertone, yeah. but it never goes too far. No. Mostly. Anyways, I don't really yeah. think he's a Nazi. He probably wasn't written to be a no. Nazi. Oh, I love that. I love that. You love the Johnny oh. Depp version. No, that sucks. We were on our first date. The first we movie did. we saw, which we never didn't see much of, I'm telling you. We didn't see much of it because <laughs> we were standing up going, boo, this movie sucks. Because no, we were making out. We were making out through nah, the movie. We were yelling <laughs> we boo were at the screen. We were insufferable when we first met. It's true. We were just like loved up to the hilt. Whereas now people think we're great. <laughs> okay, why don't you oh, yeah, continue no, with your next suggestion? <laughs> Right, okay, excellent. So this I stumbled upon because um, mm. a wonderful person I follow on Instagram called Heidi Apple, who I recommend her book, recommended her book and her recipes ages ago. Her book's called Nurturing Your New Life. That's and the name of my book I'm writing. <laughs> what? <laughs> I thought I was going to say the name of your audio book. Oh, God. Then your new life away from everyone that you live with. That's right. Over it. Anyway. She is wonderful and I follow her for parenting advice and also recipes. And that book, as I've said before, is a really good gift to give a new parent. It's all about kind of looking after yourself when you become a mother. And the recipes are really good. You like the recipes as well. They're like very easy. I'm loving recipes. You love the chicken tray bake. We always do. Super easy. 
Anyway, she put up a post from a woman called Dr. Becky Kennedy, and actually her Instagram tag is Dr. Becky Good Inside. Now, she is a podcaster, a blogger, and she also writes a newsletter, and she's currently writing a book which will be out later in the year. Very Um, good. And within one year, she has just exploded, and and Time Magazine recently named her the Millennial Parenting Whisperer. So what I love about her Instagram is she's a clinical psychologist and a mum of three, but she has these really short videos that mm. give you not kind of like they go, don't go into the theory of child psychology and like who has time for that as a parent. She literally gives you words to say to your kids mm. when you come up with a difficulty. Stop. Yeah. and I Get just, off that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll hit you. No, but they're really common parenting issues that come up all the time. Mm. And the way that she phrases stuff is so simple. So she's sort of challenging people to rethink the way we raise our children. She specializes in thinking deeply about what's happening for kids and translating these ideas into simple, actionable strategies for parents to use at home. Her goal is to empower parents to feel sturdier and more equipped to manage the challenges of parenting. And she has expertise in parenting and child development with an emphasis on anxiety and resilience which I think we could all do, do with at the moment. One of the things I loved about her work too is that the phrase good inside, she talks about it not just in terms of wanting our kids to feel good inside, but she says when you do these simple parenting hacks and change the way you think about your parenting, it makes you feel good. Yes. And it's actually in order to be a good parent, you need to be a capable, responsible, competent leader who feels good about who they are. Yeah, right. And she said this really amazing thing, which is that when you are yelling at your kids, if you really listen to what you're saying or reflect on it afterwards after you've let fly, it's generally the way you talk to yourself when you're angry at yourself. And I thought that was such a breakthrough for me and and – I think can really help be more compassionate to yourself and therefore more compassionate to your kids. Yeah, right. Um, And understand that sometimes the things that you're saying and and yelling in the tone that you're yelling in is actually something to do with an inadequacy that you're feeling. In yourself, okay. In yourself or something from your own childhood or something that's been brought up. Somebody said to you or. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So, look, she's amazing. Her podcast is excellent too, which is called Good Inside with Dr. Becky, and it's it went to number one on the Apple Podcast Charts in Kids and Family in April 2021. So she's quite new. Oh, that's but awesome. she's Yeah, she's got a huge number, like 800,000 followers on Instagram. So she's massive. So some of the tools I would suggest that I loved the most, and just to be clear, she has a BA in Psychology and Human Development this from like Duke some, University. Like some crystal no, shit or whatever. exactly, and she has a PhD in clinical psychology from Columbia University, and she's also got a certificate in relational psychotherapy from the Stephen Mitchell Center. So she's very well established, and um, you can tell she's an expert in what she does. Yes, I used some of these strategies on my son this week, and they blew my mind. 
One of them was the age-old thing where your kid gets home from school and they never tell you a goddamn thing. And because he's your son as well, and I love him to pieces, but he's like, he's just like, I don't know, what, what would you say, a closed book. Yeah. He just doesn't, and like you, doesn't really talk about what's going on for him at school ever. And so we only ever really hear much about what happens at school from like other parents. Or in passing. Or in passing if you like are doing the dishes and you suddenly get a snippet and you have to pretend to be replay it cool yeah. and be like, oh, tell me more. Oh, my God. So she had this game that you play, which is basically you say to him, okay, we're going to play a game. I'm going to try and guess what you did at school today mm. and you just tell me if you did it or not. Yeah, And you don't, that's all you do. You don't try and get him to tell you anything about school. Mm. You don't say, tell me what you did instead. You just do that. And what's been so interesting is I thought, he's not going to fall for this. He bloody loved it. Fell right and I played trap. it. Yeah, fell right in. But also what was cool about it was he'd be like, oh, no, mum, definitely not. We didn't do that. We did this and it was way better and it was really interesting. And then this happened and he'd tell me something about happened with his friends or whatever. And it was like this whole world opened up for me that I didn't know ah, that he really had at school. What do you do when they get older and they don't fall for that anymore? Yeah, that's a really good question. Well, lucky, Becky has like thousands of Instagram videos. So, you know, Terrific. we'll get there. Um, What's her name? I'm going to follow um, her right Dr. Now. Becky Goodinside. She's great to follow because literally you could be on the loo and watch three videos that can improve your parenting in about two minutes. Her whole philosophy is parents have zero time and so everything she does is like super short. B-E-C-K-Y. Yeah, Dr. B-E-C-K-Y, Good Inside is her Instagram. She does a lot of reels, which are really great. Another tip that I have started using, which I think is just great to use with everyone, if something happens where your child is startled or angry or they hurt themselves, rather than kind of like jumping in with, I'm so sorry that happened to you and all this kind of stuff, you can just say, you weren't expecting that. Mm. You weren't expecting that, were you? And I've started using that like with friends of mine as well. And it's a really magic phrase because it does, it makes you feel seen. It makes you feel acknowledged that what you, what happened to you was a bit scary or a bit yeah. shocking or a bit uncomfortable and unsettling, mm. but it doesn't sort of place any judgment on it. And I just felt like it immediately can kind of calm things down because mm. sometimes if you go over the top with kids and like, oh, you're okay, oh, my goodness, I'm like, sometimes that's great but sometimes that can actually make them more upset or yeah. shut down or depending on what, you know, your kid's like. And it's the same with loud noise. I've been doing it with our two-year-old or, you know, 18-month-old when she hears a loud noise and I just say, oh, you weren't expecting that. Mm. And I think that, anyway, it just has really started to change some of the ways that I parent, which I think is really valuable and don't we all need as much help as we can get. She God also has a all. potty training handbook too if anyone's toilet training, which is a whole other thing. Yeah, I'll so, give it a read. Cool, I'm going to hit the ball one day. <laughs> ah. One day, I know. I've been looking for strategies for grown men. Anyway, that's it. Dr. Becky Inside, I totally recommend um, going to check her out. Maybe I will. And by that I mean I already have. I've downloaded it oh, and it's excellent. ready. Yeah, she's great. It's, it's she's G to G. Good to go. Good to go. Amazing. All right. Okay. All right, Claire, uh-huh. if that is your name, uh, it's possibly. which it is because I've seen your license uh, and I know that it's officially legally your name. <laughs> um, Guess what? I, um, I You're a donkey it. and I'm not. <laughs> hey, come on, mate. Um, I watched a documentary this week. Uh, it's called 15 Minutes of Shame. 
And it is, uh, it's, it was produced by Monica Lewinsky, the <gasps> very same Monica Lewinsky people know from Monica Lewinsky uh, scandal. Uh, but she's obviously moved on from that. It's been a very long time and it was an awful thing that happened to her and how she was dragged. Not cool. I will I will say that, Claire. Do you, do you agree mm, or disagree? I totally agree. Look, I think Monica Lewinsky is a hero. She's pretty incredible. And what I find so interesting about her is that at the time the strategy was because her name was literally everywhere. She was yeah. in like every pop song. She was just every, she was used as the butt of so many jokes, which is crazy because she was in her like early 20s yeah. as well. So she Also, was, Bill Clinton sucks. Exactly. And she was, I mean, for so many reasons. We, our culture's just moved so far now. Mm. We understand so much more about sexual assault and not that that was sexual assault. She maintains it was consensual. And but the power, dynamic, the power yeah, dynamics. And the way and, she was treated compared to him. Yeah, and, exactly. And all of that stuff. Culture's moved so far. But what's so cool about her is that the strategy was shut down, don't say anything. They'll leave you alone if you're smaller, if you're silent, if you just become a name. And that's what happened. I didn't know anything about her. I don't think I'd ever even seen her speak before because I think that, and that was deliberate, but she's suddenly come out in recent years and is now really public on Twitter Mm. and is doing all of these amazing talks. Yeah, she's super funny and witty and great and articulate and smart. Anyway, and I just really admire her. Continue. Cool. Anyways, this, uh, sorry, as I mentioned, it's called 50 Minutes of Shame and it looks at kind of the social media like backlash and how it affects like real people. So, for example, it looks at like, remember that guy who ordered 18,000 hand sanitizer bottles in the US? Then it was like spread across the world like, look at this guy, whatever is done this thing and whatever, whatever. So they go into that and his story and he tells his side of it and, look, he probably shouldn't have bought 18,000, you know, bottles of hand sanitizer, but he's a guy who who works from home and that is his business. Like he sells or he did, he can't do it anymore because he's been banned by Amazon. He sells things online and they reported things like, uh, he's he sold a hand sanitizer thing for like seventy dollars, like a single thing, and that that's not true. Like he sold that was I think one of the most expensive things he sold, and it, but it was like a case. It wasn't like one, one single bottle, right? And just how this like just destroyed his life from this article that came out, and he thought it was like the article was like something else entirely, not not like a hit piece on this particular dude. And so he's getting death threats. People are noticing him in real life and like mentioning to him. And you see him like he's just completely shook. It just fucking shattered his world. Um, so it also talks about like a few a few other people um, in regards to that, which you know I'll save if you want to go and watch it. But it also talks gets into a bit about public shaming throughout the ages and how it you know kind of used to be, but now it's different because it's on like a like a global scale. And like how, and and like the start of like Twitter and Twitter mob groups and how Twitter was just like a fun thing. You'd be like, I love rabbits or whatever. People like, I love rabbits or whatever. (laughs) But then it like in like 2012, it kind of, it changed, you know, and you felt that kind of shift at that particular time. And then it gets into how social media has led to like the rise of things like white supremacy, in particular Facebook, all these groups are allowed to thrive and this misinformation. And there's also no liability to any of these sites. Like there's no obligation for them for any of them to do anything because there are not you can't the laws can't keep up with it you know and they also talk about how well it's also freedom of speech and whatever and we're a private company and all these things but it's clearly like damaging people you know uh in in multiple ways and some sites are better than others obviously facebook is one of the worst because they just let it run rampant i think though it's look it's not great to be honest as a documentary there's not really anything about it that we don't know, like, yeah, Facebook sucks and whatever, you know what I mean? And 
the media often lies and like paints people as villains who maybe, you know, people are complex and maybe they make a, a decision in the heat of the moment, which is wrong. You know what I mean? But then everybody sees it and it can become this whole, this whole thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think it does a good job of that, of like putting a human face on like these particular, like a few handful of particular people mm-hmm. and talking about um, their stories. But it's, again, it's not, it's not great, uh, if I'm honest, but it, it was interesting enough. I do want to watch, and I might talk about this in a few weeks or whenever I get around to it. There's uh, a story. Uh, you remember American Crime Story? I think they did O.J. Simpson in season one or whatever. Yes. This one's called Impeachment American Crime Story, and it does the Monica Lewinsky scandal. Yes, I was just Googling uh, that. It's got Clive Owen and oh, what's her name? She was in Booksmart. I can't remember what her name is, but she plays um, Monica Lewinsky. So, um yeah, it looks, uh, looks good. Apparently it's good and that's a good show, I think. Yeah, I've heard good things about that and I'm, I've been meaning to watch that too. That's on my list. Yeah, um, Bernie Feldstein. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Beanie Feldstein, sorry. I think he's Jonah Hill's sister. Yeah, she is. She's Jonah Hill's sister. There you go. Cool. Cool, right. cool. Yeah. Great and cool and good and fun. <laughs> and that's good. No, I've definitely got that on my list. I think that'd be, that's going to be um, fascinating to watch. So cool. I'm so there and for it. And good and fun, yeah. Yes. Is it fun? I don't know, but it's definitely fascinating. Fun. I love fun. I think actually Monica Lewinsky has been involved in the production of that too. Yeah, I'd imagine so. It seems that way. Which I think is really just amazing and great. Good on her. She's awesome. Okay, so does that bring us to the end of our recommendations? Oh, look, I hate to say it, but it does, Claire. We're going to have to get out of here. All right. So and just... look after that dog you bought. Oh, guys, that's a whole other story. I haven't even told you about it. Uh, it's the, the the single most silly decision. Uh, it's it is because we already have a dog. I know. Okay, James <laughs> is losing his mind. Like genuinely, that's laughter. But he's also losing mind. Okay, I have to feel like I have to quickly say during lockdown, it's been we were one of the longest longest lockdowns in the world, James. And anyway, one of the things I did to keep my mind off things was that I fell into a rabbit hole of watching. Puppy videos. You went, you went dog crazy. I went dog crazy. I Googled. I researched. I watched training videos. I just watched all of these puppy videos endlessly. I, f- I got stuck on it. Mm. And, I, and I don't know why, but I decided that I wanted to get – and then I was Googling puppies and I found these puppies and I fell in love with them and they were the cutest things I've ever seen. And then I decided that we should get one. And, and it turns out when you order a puppy in lockdown, it maybe takes like – 12 weeks before the puppy is ready because they have to grow it or something and then whatever. And then suddenly it's just it shows up at your house and there's another dog at your house. I know. <laughs> and you regret your decision. <laughs> oh, God. It's the ultimate oh, impulse buy. It is. It's the most. No, it and wasn't an impulse I'm buy. Not, no, I really thought about it, but but I wasn't in my right mind. I wonder if anyone else has done a silly thing in lockdown mm. because I'm already running at like 10%. So now I have to look after a newborn puppy. She's delightful. And, look, she she gets along well with her other dog already, which is great. Yeah, which is really good. And to be fair, she's super bloody she's cute. I'll have cute. to pop her on our social, my on God, Instagram. My God. You're going to get – your social media account is going to absolutely <laughs> We explode. have to give her a name. We haven't called her a name yet. We haven't thought of it yet. yet. Anyway. Um, um, but I yeah. like Rosie and our son likes – Zippy. Zippy, which I hate. Okay, to be fair, it is a step up from Doggy, which is the first one, and then – Waggy, Waggy which is, is better the than doggy. <laughs> and another one we had, like we thought Dot was good. Yeah, was I like Dot. 
or, or Rosie. Those are my two picks, but we'll let you know if we end up because Zippy is a Ninjago character or yeah. something, a dragon ninja. Anywho, this is boring, boring stuff. But I, we've somehow landed. I've, I've somehow landed James in a hot pot of poo. Oh, she's not wrong. With, a, with more things on his plate that he didn't want. In this hot and pot of poo. He just wants to be let, left alone. However, uh, if you don't want to be left alone and you want to contact us, we yeah. would love that. Um, you can email the show at stressfulpod at gmail.com, just like Kaushika has, who is a bloody legend. Hi, Claire and James, long-time listener of everything you both do. I saw that you both Thank had you. a wonderful mini holiday over the weekend. We did. Why did we? It feels like a long time ago now. Yeah, and, when we didn't have two dogs. Oh, my God. Anyway, and I oh, over on my Instagram, I've got some little pickies from this. Um, anyway. And I was delighted to see that you enjoyed some of my favourite meals. Oh, my God. We had the yeah, best yeah, yeah. dinner, Boy, right? Did we. My goodness, it was so nice. I'm a Sri Lankan immigrant that moved to Australia for studies and chose to stay on and become an Aussie citizen. One downside to choosing this path is that I really get to enjoy these sorts of dishes, which mum would prepare from scratch every Sunday. You could even call it the Sri Lankan equivalent of a Sunday roast. Very good. Seeing your photos reminded me of those days when I'd wake up on a Sunday to the smell of mum cooking up a feast with hoppers, string hoppers, Jaffna crab curry, dal curry, jackfruit curry, and several sambals. So thank you for that pure hit of nostalgia. My goodness, we went to a restaurant called Many Little Sri Lankan food, and hoppers are these kind of fermented rice bowls with egg in the bottom. Yeah. It was like paper thin and just... Oh, my goodness. So amazing. In crazy good. Crazy good. So as you can imagine, COVID has meant that I have not been able to visit my family for a while now. I'm so sorry, Kashka. So my yeah, partner, awesome. who is from country Victoria, oh. took it upon herself to make some of these dishes at home to cheer me up. In doing her research, she found some items that I think you might enjoy. Instant hopper mixture. Similar to instant pancake mix and comes with instructions on how to prepare the batter. Similar to making crepes in a bowl-shaped pan. So a hopper pan is a nonstick pan shaped like a bowl, basically. And hoppers are usually a hit with kids because you're essentially eating the bowl that you serve the curry in. That is fun. It was super fun, wasn't it? That is fun. Yeah, so I thought you might enjoy this recommendation. It's so like shrunken food. I've never had it before. It's so coconutty and flavoursome and just delicious. Take care, Kaushka. Love the food. Genuinely oh, awesome. Me too. I'd love to get one of those bowl-shaped pans and have a go because mm. they were super fun. Um, all right. Um, all right. Uh, now, people might be like, whoa, 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 whoa. You haven't even read out a review for this show yet. And oh, right. whoa, 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 Thank whoa, you for whoa. reminding me, our listener of the show. This is from Caitlin Koala who says, and by the way, I cannot stress this enough. If you want to review this show, you can just do it in app. <laughs> so you open up your app. Just give it how many stars you want, preferably five. That's obviously your choice. And then you just go about your business. But you know in your heart that you may have helped this show slightly get more uh, seen. Potentially, I don't know. Anyways, Caitlin says, are you guys, with a Z, okay? A lovely listen to a nice Aussie couple with chewing gum brains who just need a goddamn nap. Goddamn nap. <laughs> Never has a true word been spoken. It's true. What Your phone is What is it I doing? I thought that was your phone. It's your phone. I'm so sorry. Uh, My chewing gum brain forgot to turn it off. I was going to say, this is, that, all of that what we just did then wasn't part of the review. Uh, <laughs> but they have a genuinely heartwarming relationship and some gosh darn good suggestions and banter and then a little smiley face. And I also want to mention that the Australian Podcasting Awards are available for, thank you, Caitlin, but the Australian Podcasting Awards, um, which I'm trying to skew yet again. Not really skew. It's a genuine competition, I guess, for people to vote. If people could vote for it, that would be great. 
Oh, um, it would bloody make a whole year. This is hellfire of a year. So I can get up there and everyone can be like, who is, what is, who is it? And I'm like, fuck you guys, I won it again. I was just going to be like, this old boot. <laughs> ah. <laughs> and then we boo, leave. Boo, people will say. Boo, boo we don't. Boo, we don't know who you are. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter if you don't know who I am. But I'll be back next year to win it again. Oh, if you Will you actually come with me? Because last time I had to go, I went with is Chanel, food? my good friend Chanel. Uh no, there's booze though. Uh, Come on. Um, look, Claire, as I've mentioned, summer bodies are made in winter and it's spring. Well, I'm late. No- <laughs> I've got work to do. But there's no food there. So you won't have to eat anything. You could run there. You could run there from here. Keep Get your calorie counting, yeah, bud. All right, all right. You don't have to drink anything. You just like run up the stairs on the stage, do some squats while you're there and yeah. just say, thank you for the award. Some of bodies are made in winter. <laughs> yeah, thank you for the award. I didn't really want it. I did it as a joke. Uh, see you later. No, that's okay. not true. Anywho, that's it from us. We've been suggested podcast. Yep. Thank you as always to Rock Collings for editing this week's episode. What a marvel of a man. And I have to go and check on a dog and, and a baby. Have a shower and then do an ad for Noom or something. I don't know. You uh, do, certainly. All right. Goodbye, okay, everybody. bye. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.